Welcome to the Mind, Body, and Business podcast. Here's a little bit of the fun you can expect in this episode. Maybe you're trying to return the shopping cart. You're trying to bring the bags in the house. You're doing basic cleaning chores around the house, and you feel winded. That could be a sign that you need to exercise and that you have yeah, poor yeah. cardiovascular health. But you're one of those people that bring all the groceries in in one trip, though, ain't you, Ricky? I will put them damn bags on my arm and have no circulation for the rest of the <laughs> Come day. Come on, dog. All my bags. I just did it yesterday. I'm not making. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey! Just a taste of the fun you can expect in this episode of Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I am your host, Maria Moore, and in this episode, I'm talking about how our bodies speak to us, not just through words, but through feelings. And unfortunately, we often ignore the signals that our body gives, and sadly, we don't take action oftentimes until it's too late. In this episode, I'm going to be highlighting some of the signs you should be looking out for and provide practical ways to get on the upswing of your health journey. Also, as we continue to celebrate Black History Month, I am showcasing the inspiring story of Olympian Wilma Rudolph, along with ways to celebrate Black achievement within your own family. Now, let's jump into this episode. And you know how we start this thing, Mind, Body, and Business check-in. First off, i got to acknowledge our new listeners. Welcome to the Mind, Body, and Business podcast. So I like to start things off with a Mind, Body, and Business check-in. This helps us get intentional about the goals for our mind, bodies, and business. So you can set one goal in each area, something real small that you can do each day over the next week, or one goal in a particular area. In the last episode, I talked about handling the business of my family, getting to know my family going back into the history of my family, archiving really important information about my own father. Um, I have a lot of keepsakes from his life, including his passport. I have old letters from the Navy. I have um, the actual flag that was used uh, during his burial at sea. And I want to make sure that my children know who he was. They have memories of him, uh, stories that I tell about his life. And And um, in addition to celebrating the black history outside of my family, I want to focus on celebrating the history within my family. I shared in the last episode about how Jeff Johnson, who has a segment on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, challenged us to have conversations with the three oldest members of our family and getting to know our own history. Uh, That's so important to preserve these stories and to pass them down to younger generations. So that's what I'm focusing on. And one thing that I want to do this week is make sure that my children have conversations with their cousins who are around the same age. Spending time with my my cousins growing up in Detroit, definitely one of the fondest childhood memories that I hold on to. We were so close. We saw each other often. We spent a lot of time together physically. And I truly believe that contributes so much to who I am and how I think and how I feel and how I love. And so I want my children to grow up knowing their blood relatives and building those relationships. 
I also am going to start the conversation with my first cousins. Um, And these were the ones that I grew up with. We are all scattered around and we're pretty much represent the leadership in our families now. Most of our parents have passed away. I do still have some aunties and uncles who are living, but they're in their 70s and 80s now. And so it's really important for me and my first cousins to stay close and to have conversations because all of us are between our 40s and 60s at this point. And so I want to plan a first cousins dinner where we all come together in the same city and just bond in person, have conversations, catch up with each other. And that is one of my priorities for this week. What are you doing to preserve your family legacy? Think about one thing that you can do to celebrate the history within your own family, or maybe you have a different type of business goal. How are you handling the business of your small business, of your finances? Think it through and set a goal that you can work on this week. Now, in terms of my body, I have a lot of travel coming up, and I shared in the last episode that I'm really proud of the progress that I made in January. Felt like I was slipping uh, around the first week of February, so now I'm back on track, but I always seem to have setbacks when I go out of town and I don't want to not enjoy myself, but I need to be strategic with how I'm planning my meals and my activities throughout the day. And so we're going to an amusement park down in Orlando and I also have some work travel coming up and I'm super focused this week on planning those days out to make sure I don't fall off of my wellness plan. And then also for my business, I'm thinking a lot about my apparel line that has been very stagnant over the last, what, 18 months. I haven't been as aggressive with my apparel line and working my sales and building up my store and doing updates like I did in the past in 2020 and 2021, and even parts of 2022, I was rolling with my apparel line. I mean, I had Facebook ads going. Um, I was consistently clearing more than $10,000 in sales every month. And I'm just going to be completely transparent. In the year of 2023, I only have $4,000 in sales for the entire year. I've gotten really lazy with my online store in my apparel brand, which I know can be successful and more lucrative than it is, but it's about the effort that I put in. One thing that really uh, resonated with me this week, something I saw on social media, Van Lathan, he has a podcast called Higher Learning, and he was talking about the Keith Lee factor. So if you're unfamiliar with Keith Lee, he is a guy on TikTok and Instagram, and he goes around and does reviews of different black restaurants across the country. And he has really transformed a lot of these businesses and brought so much exposure and so much business to these restaurants with his reviews. But uh, Keith Lee was recently in the news regarding a business that got this positive raving review from Keith Lee, but they weren't able to handle the influx of all of the customers. And what Van was explaining in terms of the Keith Lee factor is that Keith Lee is actually a question. Are you ready for your blessing? Think of all the things you pray for, all of the things that you want in your business, in your personal life, but then also ask yourself, am I in a position to receive this? There's a quote that says, success is when preparation meets opportunity. And you never know when you're going to get that call. But what you can control is being ready. And I'm not ready. You know, what if a big celebrity 
came across my apparel line and loved it and did a post. And now everyone's asking me, uh, I need this color and that color of my size. And I'm not stocked and my website is not updated. Guilty as charged. I'm not ready and I need to get myself ready. So this week I am prioritizing organizing my business, being prepared for my blessing because you never know when it's going to happen. And the way God has been doing me lately, blessings have been around the corner nonstop. It's like everywhere I turn, 360 blessings all around and I just want to be ready and to honor the opportunity and the blessing by being prepared. So ask yourself that relationship, that career move, that big exposure for your business. Make sure that you are prepared because you never know when that opportunity is going to present itself. Again, you're strongly encouraged to set these mind, body, and business goals every week. And I give you this reminder Wednesdays when new episodes drop. And I love encouraging folks and hearing about your mind, body, and business goals. Feel free to connect with me on all social media at MBBpod. I stay in the DMs on our IG page. All right. So before we get into the conversation of the signs that your body is giving you that something is off. I want to do a Black History Spotlight. And since this is a fitness podcast, let's focus on some of the amazing black athletes that have made history. We all know who Wilma Rudolph is, right? Went to the Olympics at only 16 years old, defied the odds. But I want to share some more about her history and what makes her extra special. You know, as a child, Wilma Rudolph overcame polio and became an Olympic sprint champion. She not only made black history, but her accomplishments made her an American idol and a role model. Wilma Rudolph was the 20th of 22 children. And I'm over here with my foe like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you know, back in the day, they were having those babies and she was number 20 out of 22. As a young child, she was paralyzed by polio and contracted both scarlet fever and double pneumonia. Many doctors felt like she wouldn't walk again, yet she always believed otherwise, and we all see she proved them wrong. By the time she was 12 years old, she had regained her ability to walk and took up athletics. Eight years later, she was an Olympic champion. She made her Olympic debut at the 1956 Melbourne Games. Aged at 16, she was a member of the American 4x100 relay team that claimed a bronze medal. But let's talk about four years after that. In 1960, during the Rome Games... This is where she experienced so many defining moments of her extraordinary life story. She stormed to the gold in the 100 meter, 200 meter and four by 100 meter relay, breaking three world records in the process. So we're talking about a little girl who had polio and who was paralyzed, now an Olympic champion. She was dubbed the black gazelle by the European press for her speed, beauty and grace. She ended up retiring two years later in 1962 and devoted herself to coaching and worked extensively with underprivileged children. Talk about giving back. Some folks achieve so much and they go out and live their lives and we don't hear from them anymore. And then others, they continue to do the work and give back. And that is a huge part of Wilma Rudolph's legacy. Sadly, she passed away at the young age of 54, but she will always be remembered for making black history as an athlete, as an activist, as someone who cared and poured into her community and also as an American icon and role model. So hopefully that story of Wilma Rudolph felt real good to you and you can expect more of that as we continue to celebrate Black History Month on the Mind, Body and Business podcast. 
All right, so let's jump into this conversation about the language of your body. When your body is telling you, you need to sit down, you need to drink more water, you need to get more rest. Oh, yes. Uh, Not necessarily using words, but our body does have conversations with us. Unfortunately, we don't pay attention to these signs or when we finally do pay attention, it's too late and the health condition has worsened. So in this episode, I want to put a highlight on these signs and provide some practical ways to get on the upswing of your health journey. Let's start with a couple of recaps from Mind, Body, and Business segments on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. In this clip, I talk about physical signs that your body has given you that you should consult with your doctor about. Mind, Body, Business with Maria Moore on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, listen, man. I'm so excited, man. Good morning, Maria. So you say you got four signs our bodies will give us when we are unhealthy and that we should not ignore. Yeah, Ricky, you know what they say? The longer you wait, the harder it is to fix something. And from a wellness perspective, here are some of the most common things that people shouldn't but do ignore. Number one, dark urine. Now, the darker the urine is, the more concentrated it tends to be. And dark urine is mostly commonly due to dehydration. When I say things that you're ignoring, these are things that are happening mostly all of the time. You know, if you're taking in vitamins or maybe if you have a high sodium meal, you may have dark urine. But if every single day your urine is a funny color, it's dark, that is a cause for concern. It could be an indicator that excess, unusual or potentially dangerous waste products are circulating in your body. So be mindful of that, especially, yes, if it is dark all the time. Uh, Pain. And I'm not talking about soreness that comes and goes, but that persistent pain that doesn't go away or is worsening in severity. Signs you shouldn't ignore are sharp pain that prevents you from moving a body part, decreases your range of motion, or prevents you from moving altogether. Now, if there's no pain relief after several days of rest, ice, or over-the-counter medication, you should definitely talk to your doctor. One thing that people ignore too is abdominal pain. Sometimes those are early signs of cancers. You know, I'm not talking about digestive issues. You know, maybe you had some milk or something, your stomach bubbling. Things like that come and go. But if you are having abdominal pains consistently, you definitely should get that checked out. Here's another one, Ricky. Poor sleep. Some of the most serious potential problems associated with chronic sleep deprivation are high blood pressure, diabetes, heart attack, heart failure, or even stroke. Other potential problems include, of course, we know obesity, depression, sleep and depression, direct link there, impairment in immunity, or a lower sex drive. You ain't got the energy. You didn't sleep. You're not rested and you can't perform. It can also shorten your life expectancy, so you have to make sure that you're getting enough sleep. Finally, and this is a big one, Ricky, you're always tired. Now, there are a slew of health-related reasons as to why you may be feeling tired. Dehydration, low iron levels, too little exercise, too much sugar in your diet can cause you to be tired a lot. So if you're always tired, you may not be as healthy as you thought. So take a look at your diet, your physical activity, your hydration status, and consider talking to your doctor about any nutritional deficiencies you may have because it could just be a matter of, you know, you taking some supplements. But please do not ignore the signs, especially if they are persistent, you should talk to your doctor to make sure there aren't any underlying health issues. Again, that clip highlighted just a few of the signs you should pay attention to more specifically from a medical perspective. But what about your physical fitness? Are you winded? Are you out of shape? Do you need to stretch? This mind, body and business segment from the Ricky Smiley Morning Show should give you some insight on that. 
Hey, Maria, what's up? Inside today's Mind, Body, and Business, I want everyone to be aware of signs that you may be out of shape. Some of us know already, you know, your body is making sounds like a haunted house. You, you know, it's hard to bend, twist, and turn. And that could be your body telling you, you know what? You need to exercise. You need to stretch. So here are a couple of things to look out for. Um, simple, everyday activities cause exhaustion. Maybe you're trying to return the shopping cart. You're trying to bring the bags in the house. You're doing basic cleaning chores around the house. And you feel winded. That could be a sign that you need to exercise and that you have more cardiovascular health. But you're one of those people that bring all the groceries in in one trip, though. Ain't you, Ricky? I will put them damn bags on my arm and have no circulation for the rest of the <laughs> Come day. Come on, dog. All my bags. I just did it yesterday. I'm not making... Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey! I'm not making two trips. No, man. All of That's them. That's right. On two arms. Yes. No Fingers sir, turning arms. blue. Yep. Lines in your off. arms. Yeah. <laughs> fell but off you know, one night. Both of my arms. I had to go start the college. Get them real tight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, y'all. Rick, I take out whatever, honey, that won't perish. And I bring milk in and if sodas and stuff, honey, I leave that in the car. <laughs> so when do you go back and get That's it? Probably do, I'm sorry, Rick. I don't have time. Once I go up them stairs, you think I'm going to go back to the car? No, sir, honey. They sit there until I decide to go back and get it. Oh, so wow. I bring the lunch meat All in. All you have to do is, now you can buy those, some grocery bags, like like the Publix and the Tom Thumb. You can buy the big ones that you take to the grocery store with you. And then you don't have to have all them little plastic bags. I'll go get you a little wagon. They got the little wagons you can take in there now. I'm going to find you one on Amazon. All right, Gary. Okay, all right, the next you have a high resting heart rate. Now, an elevated heart rate while sedentary. So while you're sitting around and chilling, that could be a sign that you're generally out of shape. Your body has to work harder to properly circulate the blood in your body and your heart is basically beating faster doing no activity. So a good resting heart rate according to the American Heart Association is between 60 to 100 beats per minute. My resting heart rate is about 55 beats per minute. So the more in shape you are the more you exercise the closer you're going to get to that 60 number and you can just put your two fingers near your windpipe count how many times you feel that beat within 60 seconds to determine your resting heart rate. And the last thing a lot of us experience is uh, you have stiff joints. Ricky, I want to shout out Gary and Special K. I had this challenge. Can you stand up and sit down without using your hands? And K did it and Gary got really close. Like he went down into Indian style mm-hmm. without using his hands. We got to put uh, get that on video. He said really close so that means he couldn't do it. He, he got really close. <laughs> he, know, he know how to do that because them legs don't go all the way back no more. <laughs> It's because you're generally in good shape, Gary. That's good, Gary. That's right, honey. I'm going to keep trying until I get back there. Yeah, well, good for you. Man, always a good time with the Morning Show crew. And so now that we have covered some of the signs that you are not in shape, uh, from a medical and physical fitness perspective, let's talk about ways to be proactive and get our bodies to talk to us in good ways. Because, you know, sometimes that body be cussing you out like, what are you doing? Here are some things I want you to think about, and this is uh, particularly helpful when you are foregoing the gym in favor of home workouts, uh, which many people like to do, not only because it saves you a lot of money, it also saves you time. You ain't got to be around folks and germs and all that. Here are a few things you can do. Number one, you have to prepare yourself to avoid a preventable injury. Get your body ready for each workout by raising your core temperature, and that means warming up. If you're indoors, you can vigorously walk in place until you feel beads of sweat forming. When I start feeling my scalp getting warm, 
I know my body is getting ready to have a good workout. Also, you want to make sure that you loosen your joints. Um, Stretching before and after your workouts is really important. It prepares your body for the workout to come. And I'm talking head to toe, ankles, hips, your spine, your shoulders. All of these areas, they get stiff because you think about your daily activity or non-existent daily activity, especially if you're sitting for a long time or if your shoulders are hunched over. A lot of folks are on their phones and looking down and that can cause your joints to be very stiff. So it's really important that you're doing dynamic stretches. Think jumping jacks, trunk twists, body weight squats, rotating your joints, doing these things before your workout and warming up the muscles can lead to a better and more effective fitness routine. So remember to activate your muscles. This is very important in terms of preparation. Your glutes, your abs, your muscles between your shoulder blades, they all become inactive when you sit for long periods of time. And so in addition to the dynamic stretches that I just mentioned, you can do things like a camel pose where you get on your knees, uh, you sit back on your feet, you grab your heels and slowly arch your hips as far up as you can. Lean your head back and hold that pose for a few seconds. Uh, you can do other exercises like a bird dog. You can do a hip thrust, leg swings. Think of your body like warming up your car. You know, if your car is sitting outside and it was really cold outside, you don't want to just start your car up and then start driving. The car is going to respond a certain kind of way. So just like your car, treat your body the same way. Give your body some time to warm up and prepare for that drive, that exercise routine. And I'm sure that your body will thank you. Another way to take care of your body from a physical fitness aspect is think about movements and not just muscles. For your workouts, focus on the actual movement. Be one with the exercise routine. Sometimes people like to rush through because they're just trying to get the heart rate up. But you want to make sure that you are challenging your muscles, right? Because broken muscles, they have to grow back stronger. And that is the goal. Choose exercises that are going to give you that full body workout, that full challenge. So you can do a chair where you're sitting down and standing up if you're just uh, starting out. Wall sits, they work as well if you have bad knees. Air squats with no weight, goblet squats using a dumbbell or a kettlebell, single leg squats. It kind of looks like a static lunge where you're just squatting with one foot forward. Lunging, forward lunges, reverse lunges, lateral lunges, cross under lunges. We call those curtsy lunges sometimes. Getting that full range of motion through that lunge movement. Step ups. This is really good because it helps with increasing your heart rate. And then when you think about daily activities like walking upstairs, it gives you the balance and body awareness you need to prevent injury. Pushing, pulling, planks, pushing. Let's start with that. Push-ups. Not everybody can do a traditional push-up, but there are ways to modify the exercise. And I actually don't like to use the word modify. I like to use the word option. So think of your options based on your fitness level. Do you need to do push-ups on the wall? Do you need to do push-ups on a sturdy table? Maybe you can take it lower down to a bench or an ottoman. Or maybe you need to be down on your knees. But there are multiple ways to work your chest muscles doing push-ups than just a standard military kind of push-ups, right? Pulling is really important as well. Um, I can get me a good three solid pull-ups, unassisted pull-ups. But there are ways for you to do this exercise that still works those same muscles. Um, You can do inverted rows. You can do dumbbell or banded rows. 
Think exercises that focus on a pulling motion. And then planks. Planks are one of the best full body exercises because planks really do require you to activate almost every single muscle in your body. Prone planks, side planks. Elevated planks, again, just like the push-ups, you can modify the plank to work for your fitness level. And then uh, the last thing that I have for you that is a way to take good care of your body from a physical fitness standpoint is to stay motivated. Remember, it's going to be hard at the beginning. I've used this example in the Mind, Body, and Business podcast before. You know, when you are making a cake, you're putting all of the ingredients in a bowl. And when you start stirring it, it's kind of hard. It's taking some effort. But as you continue to stir... The batter gets smoother and it's easier for you to go around in circles. This same ideology applies for when you're starting something new, especially physical exercise. It's going to feel challenging at the beginning. But the sad thing is, is that, uh, you know, people experience this challenge. They start sweating a little. Um, they start trembling. Those muscles start waking up and they're like, uh-uh, this ain't right. I ain't never felt this before. It is just your body adapting to the change. But the good thing is, as your body adapts, your body gets stronger. And that's when you need to keep in mind that uh, switching up your exercise routine every few weeks is important to keep your body guessing. Now, the more fit you get, the more you may need to dial up with more repetitions or heavier weights, different exercises to make fitness and strength gains. So here are a few things you can do in that area. Set up a schedule and follow it. Block out the time like you would for any other important appointment because physical fitness, exercise, and moving your body is just as important as that meeting at work, just as important as those after-school activities for your kids. So invest in yourself and write it down because when it's written, it becomes real. And then, you know, as you see yourself making progress over the weeks and months and uh, you may get to a point where you feel like you're plateauing, you may want to consider switching your morning routine to an evening exercise routine to introduce some change to your body. Also trying different modalities, cycling, water aerobics, boot camps, yoga, switch it up to keep your body guessing and as a way to stay motivated. At the house, you want to make sure that you create a dedicated workout space. Just like you have your little office space, you have a space to do laundry, you have a space to cook, have a dedicated space where you do your exercise. And keep in mind, it doesn't have to be indoors. If you have a deck, if you have a front porch, if you have a garage, if you have a driveway that is safe, that's okay as well. Grab a few dumbbells, get your mat down, have your playlist to keep you motivated through the exercise routine and get to it. But having a dedicated workout space is a game changer and a great way to keep yourself motivated. Here's another tip. Make it a group activity. I am a hold me accountable and do these exercises with me type of girl, whether it's with one of my grown kids, whether it's with my 10 year old son who likes to run in circles or even if it's with my husband. I also like uh, hooking up with some of my homegirls. If they don't come to my house, we can meet at a park and do a boot camp and bodyweight routine outdoors. Creating a small group of family or friends to make each other accountable can really help you achieve your fitness goals and stay motivated. Sharing which workouts you're doing and checking in with others, it creates an accountability network. So start thinking of those folks 
whose fitness goals are aligned with yours or who may need the extra motivation and you can keep each other engaged and accountable. The last thing, man, this is really important. Push yourself. One problem with working out, especially at home, is no one is there to push you harder. So if you're using five pound dumbbells for two weeks and then all of a sudden it feels like super easy, when you track yourself and you realize that you can go up in weight or you can take shorter rest periods, that is a great way to stay motivated and to hold yourself accountable. Also to push yourself, to look on the paper and say, I've been doing this for two weeks. I feel stronger. I need to push myself. Make it a point to lift heavier. Do more reps. Have good form. Are you feeling it in the muscles where you're supposed to feel it? This is a big thing, especially with ab exercises, those laying ab exercises. I tell ladies all the time, listen, stop using your neck. You know, you don't want to be the chick known for the sexy neck muscles. <laughs> you're supposed to be working your core. So make sure you're feeling it where you're supposed to when you're doing the exercise. And then this final thing I want to give you is to track your progress, not just through the scale, but also through how your clothes fit how you feel, because just like your body gives you signs that something is off, it also gives you signs that you are doing well and and are in good shape. Think about things like having clearer skin, feeling well-rested, being able to go through the night without tossing and turning, mobility and range of motion. Are you able to bend down and pick things up and twist your body without pain? Regular bowel movements, that's a big one. Do you have good gut health? Or are you only using the bathroom three times a month? (laughs) You definitely need to consider seeing a doctor if that is the case. Mental clarity is also a big one. Again, there are signs that your body isn't in great shape. And then there are signs that your body gives that you're on the right track. So pay attention to all of these things. All right, that's a wrap for this episode of Mind, Body, and Business. Hey, please give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook at MVB Pod. I would also appreciate a rating or review or both on Apple Podcast. Remember, new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I enjoyed this time with you. Truly appreciate your ear and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Take care. Body and Business with Maria Moore is an Urban One Incorporated Reach Media production. Hosted by me, Maria Moore. Follow me at Maria Moore, M-A-R-I-A-M-O-R-E on all socials. Executive produced by Maria Moore. Senior Director of Podcast Operation, DeAndre Smith. Supervisory Producer, Colby Kolb-Tyner. Director of Sales and Corporate Partnerships, Michelle Marino. Integrated Marketing and Partnerships, Lori Flowers, Laura Lopez, and Brittany Jackson. Digital Marketing, Walter Gaynor, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. 
Music produced by Jamal J. Soul Smith. Thank you for listening to the Mind, Body, and Business Podcast with Maria Moore.